welcome to Real Estate Power Talk. This is episode number seven with Blake Hawkins and Jessica Holcomb. And today we are talking about distractions and keeping your focus in your business when life happens and you have all these goals that you want to complete and you are trying to fit them in and your schedule and you have a family and you have, you know, um, relatives in town and you've got different things coming at you from different directions. How do you keep your focus? Like, what would you, how would you keep your focus in a situation like during the holidays, for example, you know? Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. I think, you know, in the holidays, well, with any any sort of, you know, you got family events and graduations and holidays and, you know, uh, bar mitzvahs and birthday parties, you know, it's uh, it can get a little out of control. So I think having some sort of activity that that you um, are setting every single day, regardless of what's going on, I think that that helps, you know, um, and, and, you know, just just writing it down the night before and that way and, 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 and you know, like the episode, uh, episode six, we talk about time blocking. Block that time out and get it done, you know? Yeah. Well, I just came off of a very heavy family distraction event that lasted about three months long, yeah. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, we, it was we one from, long entertainment. We went from Christmas to no going to Utah. No, Thanksgiving. Okay. Christmas. Yes. Utah. Miami. Right. And then you had about eight birthday parties in a week. <laughs> yeah. And then you so, had grandmas, aunts, uncles. Yes, which I love. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I want to fit it all in, right? Like, yes, I absolutely. want every day to count and I want to be able to have it all, right? Yes. I want to be able to spend time with my family, spend time with my friends, and I want to focus on my work. Right. And I want to meet my goals, you know? So for me, um, whenever things like this come up, you know, I I literally will time block. I I do revert back to time blocking and I put everything on my calendar and I just figure out how can I squeeze it all in, right? you know? And my family just has to understand, Mm -hmm. you know, even though they're in town and they're on vacation, um, sometimes, you know, just like we had committed to... The fitness challenge. So we're on day, what, 34 or 30, 35? 35, I believe. The whole entire time that my family has been in town, I have made a point to make sure that I got that done. Right. You know, because I committed to that goal and I wanted it to be, I didn't want to give up on it just because, you know, I was out of town or my family was in town. Right. You know, so I, I would schedule all of our events around it. You know, and um, one of the things that we just we went out of town to Waco and saw Chip and Joanna's amazing silos, and they had spring at the silos, and it was really fun. Mm-hmm. They've actually made such a great little community there. You can tell that they've really um, bolstered the community right. for such a small town. Um, it was packed. There were people from all over the world there. We met some people from Sydney, okay, Australia. And, All the way to Waco. Yeah. Wow. In the middle of Texas. Okay, okay. And they were selling some really cool, chic design stuff. So, of course, me and my sister were all about it, and we were getting their website for our staging stuff mm-hmm. for White Glove Design, and um, these ladies had an accent. We were like, where are you guys from? And they were like, we're from Sydney, Australia, and we came all the way here for Joanna, 
you know, which was really cool because, you know, I mean, the world is such a small place, right. yet it's so big, yes. you know, and it's all about connections. And so it was just really cool that we got to go visit. But long story short, um, I still had to get my cardio in. Right. You got to get it in. <laughs> got to so get it in. We we did everything. And then as soon as dinner was done, I was in my tennis shoes and running around the block. Yeah. <laughs> Making it happen. Yeah. So what would you say... A distraction is to you. A distraction is anything that takes me away from my target and goal. Yeah. So. So not. I mean, I obviously my distraction is when I have a lot of family, right? Or, or that could be that can be one distraction. But but I think a lot of times as entrepreneurs, or as business owners, real estate agents, or whatever you may be, uh, there there's a hidden distraction that you know that we put on ourselves. Whether you know it's a creative avoidance, which is something that seems urgent, important, but it's it's a, it's just a, a creative way to divert your focus. That could be, you know, I need to organize my file cabinet, or I need to clean my desk, or I need to, you know, uh, you know, rake the leaves in the backyard. You know, it, these things seem productive, and they're not productive. So I think that's one that's one thing that could be a distraction, a creative avoidance. Another thing that is can be an absolute distraction is whenever you start making progress as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, and you start getting a little bit of success, you got to be careful that you don't subconsciously distract yourself from your own success. And I think a lot of times what happens is is someone will start making forward progress and they will, because we want to be comfortable as humans and they will divert their focus and attention into something that they're they're more um, well-versed at. You know, so say you have a, a real estate agent who's a new agent and she's out there and she's selling houses and, and she gets on a, a roll, but she came from a career where she was a, a admin, you know, she might, you know, get sucked into over analyzing what file cabinets and, and folders and organization organizing because it's a, it's because it's a, it's a comfortable place to be. So we just have to always be conscious of that and keep the main thing, the main thing, you know? So at the end of the day, um, if you're, if you're in a production based business, which I, which I think most of us are, um, the focus always needs to be on production. And then, um, we just have to be conscious of that and make sure that's the main thing. And then everything else, put in its proper place. So I think a distraction to me is anything, anything that takes away focus from your target, that's considered a distraction. If it's not, now there are certain situations where it's appropriate, but you just have to be just aware of the situation. Yeah, I agree. Um, And I think we all have had situations where you are on a, on a roll with everything and then you kind of slow yourself down, you know, because either a, because of fear yep. or because of the unknown and you don't quite know what the next step is. So right. you kind of freeze, yes. you know, and you're like, mm, I want to get my broker's license, but I don't know what I have to do next. Right. You know, so then you just don't do anything. Exactly. And then you organize your desk and yes. you go sell another house, right. you know, and you put it on the back burner. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like that's not what re- you really want. Right. You know, if you really want your goal, then you have to make a commitment to it. And then you have to make a step every day and take action and make sure that you don't let anything or anyone distract you from your goals. Correct. You know? So um, what would you say is focus to you? Focus. So there's an acronym, follow one course until successful. So that's one way you can look at focus. 
Focus to me is my realm of what I pay attention to. So, um, I think a focus has a lot of, you know, when you hear the word focus, I think sometimes people think it's staring at a computer screen, you know, like, oh, I'm, you know, let me stare at something so I can focus, you know, focus is, it doesn't have to be anything intense. It just needs to be a, 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 a focal area that you, you divert your attention to whether, so if I'm in real estate, my focus needs to be in real estate, whether it's uh, new deals, whether it's learning, whether it's reading books, wh- or, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever my attention's on needs to be in that sphere of of what I do. So I think focus to me is just it, you can use that acronym: follow one course until successful. And now, look, listen, if you're an entrepreneur and you have multiple things that you do, that's fine. Um, you can still focus on on those things, but you have to uh, it goes back to that time blocking. You have to you have to block that time off where it's appropriate. But focus is just listen. If I'm going to be in real estate, and I'm going to you know be in that industry, then your focus needs to be your attention needs to be on all things real estate. You know, um, like living, eating, and breathing. Yes, real estate? yeah. You you just to me focus is just embodying that 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 activity mm-hmm. you know and just living it 100%. Yeah. I agree. Uh I think I I had a situation where I actually sold a house in my sleep one time. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually getting a dental procedure and wow. they gave me some anesthesia. That's when you know you're good. That's when you know you're good. <laughs> and I woke up and I I they said, Can we have your card? The lady at the front desk wants to buy a house. And I was like, What? I sold a house in my sleep. Wow. And they were like, Yeah, you you were talking about everything and, and we were impressed. Yeah. So we decided that if you sell real estate in your sleep, we need to That's call right. Her. <laughs> That's the agent you want to be with. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think keeping your goal in your focus yes. is really important. I agree. Um obviously my goal my whole career was all about real estate. So everywhere I went, everywhere I go, every everywhere I talk about real estate. You yes, know, everyone absolutely. knows that I'm in real estate. That's right. There's no question about it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and and I'm not ashamed to talk about no. it. You know, and I think a lot of people in real estate feel this um, shyness about sharing who they are and how they can help people for fear of coming off like a used salesperson. Yeah, yeah. Or used car salesperson. Right, right, right. And Which I've done that it's before. That not, <laughs> no, it's not, but that's not the case, though. Right. And I've really tried hard to reframe people's thinking that you're a realtor. Yes. You are a real estate professional. And you know how to guide people through one of the largest transactions that they'll have in their That's life. Right. And they're also going through usually very stressful times. Yep. You know, the reason why people buy or sell real estate is because they're either going through a divorce or a death in the family, or they're getting married or they have a baby on the way, right. or they're empty nesters and they're depressed. Their life kids events. are leaving. There's a lot of things that happen around a move that are very emotional. Yes, I agree. And so, you know, you are also a counselor, you know, and if you hold yourself in a high regard and value your time and your services, then your clients will too. Correct. You know, and I think a lot of times agents will be a little shy about sharing, you know, about how they want to sell real estate, but really it's all about helping people. That's right. You know, so I feel like 
you know, keeping that in your focus is really important. Yes. Um, and not getting distracted by, you know, negative thinking maybe. Right. Well, yeah, and you, you have to embody the role. And, you know, the, the word sales, you know, in America tends to have a little bit of a neg- negative connotation. But if you go to other countries like India, being a salesperson is like, dude, that's highly regarded. You know, because everything is bartering, everything is selling. You know what I mean? It's that, a gift. It's a gift. It's a talent. It's a talent. And I think as you know, we need to. If you're in a if you're in a sales position, a real estate agent, whatever it may be, you have to embrace that role. Sales is an art, and it's a it's an awesome service. And uh, so, yeah, I think you have to embody that. And and if not, it's gonna, you know, that's gonna you're gonna have distracting thoughts in your head if you haven't fully owned that role. Um, yeah, and, and, but I think once you do, it, it naturally will help your focus and you, you'll put all your attention on serving your client versus your focus on your own insecurity. Yeah. You know? So you're, you're basically more talking about distractions from interior, from yourself, yes. from inside. I think those know? are the biggest distractions. And then a lot of my experiences are from outside sources. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, do you find yourself getting distracted regularly from either inside or outside sources? It happens to everybody. You know, I mean, it can happen to everybody. And a distraction, you know, I think distractions are, it, it, you know, if you just keep it with the basic definition of anything that takes your attention away from your target. So if that is a distraction, then you know that, you know, Hey, it's six. It's six o'clock. I need to make calls, and oh, I can't make calls because you know John wants me to go watch the, the basketball game. That's a distraction. Mm-hmm. You know, put the game off. It is what it is. You know, so whatever it may be, um, and I think sometimes it, so having that definition clear, I think will allow you to be able to clearly identify distractions. If you don't have that definition clear, then what will happen is you will make excuses for things that are distractions. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that could be a big issue for entrepreneurs, people that are in a, a, a business where their production means everything. That ha- that has to be senior to every, your production, senior to everything. So, you know, it, it's I, there's internal distractions, there's external dra- distractions, and I think internal distractions can be more powerful. Um, you know, and so you, I think you have to take care of your home base first. So you got to make sure you're not distracting yourself. And, you know, take responsibility for that. And then, obviously, externally, you got to make sure that you set the proper boundaries uh, to, to, you know, to stay focused on on the task at hand. Yeah. I mean, I think about my career and where I started and, um, and then where I'm at now. And, you know, I feel pretty blessed with my schedule, you know, because I've been able to keep very intense focus on my career for most of my life, you know, and, um, there, a lot of people can't say the same, you know, like I've got a lot of girls on my team that are mothers and they've got small children at home and they really want to have a successful career in real estate, but it's really hard. I have to say when you, when you have little ones, you know, because little ones demand, attention in that moment, sure. you know? And so how they, you know, how do you, 
how do you manage your focus and manage your time when, when you have little ones that are very unexpected, you know, have unexpected needs, you know, pick me up at school, I'm sick, you know, um, I need to go get my driver's license or, oh, I have a doctor's appointment or, you know, um, your kid went to D hall. So now you got to go pick them up because they're naughty or whatever it is, you know, like, um, you know, how do you, and especially with little babies, you know, um, I've seen a lot of women jump into real estate thinking that it will be a very easy job, you know, and that it's very, it's a very flexible job and it is, it is a flexible schedule. However, you've got to, put focus on your time blocking. Correct. Because if you're thinking that you're going to be successful working from home with your children in front of you, then I mean, I don't I don't think it's going to happen necessarily unless you have blocked time where you have no distraction to actually focus and work. And that might mean scheduling a nanny to come and watch the kids in the room next door while you shut the door and do your calls and your prospecting or whatever you need to do, Right, you know, but um, it's going to be extremely difficult for someone like that to, to really take their career to the next level if they're not really putting that focus in like you would if you were to go to a nine to five job somewhere else. Right. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I I mean, you know, I don't know, you know, (laughs) but um, but I can see that. And and I think I think getting into some, you know, being say you're becoming a real estate agent and and it is flexible, but it's demanding. And so, yeah, it's flexible. But the thing is, the way that the 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 position is set up, nothing happens unless something happens. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, I think a lot of times people may come in with this mindset of a nine to five mindset where, and there's nothing wrong with that, but a nine to five, you show up, you get paid no matter what you show up, you see your, your tasks are, are clearly handed to you and you do your work, which is good. And you get paid, um, as a real estate agent, you know, for me, wholesaling properties, you know, um, nothing happens unless something happens, you know? So as a man in real estate, what would you say, is the biggest challenge for men that distracts them? Creative avoidance. So real estate wholesaling, you just have, it's simple. Talk to sellers, contract deals, sell deals. That's it. Yeah. That's it. But we, and I, no, not me, but you can, you can make it complicated, right? It's simple. I try to keep it simple. Kiss, right? Keep it simple, stupid. Um, but yeah. do you have any stories of friends or contacts that you know that they're having struggles in their career well, because they're getting distracted? It, look, I think it happened to everybody. I think sometimes um, in, the, in, in every industry, because of technology, there's a lot of disruption, which is good. On the negative side of it, um, we really, as and I say we just in a general concept of people that are in real estate investing – can really get distracted by the new shiny object. So, oh, the new CRM or the new, you know, uh, app. I think in real estate retail, the same thing. Happens. Yeah. Oh my God, you, this app right here, man. 
talk to sellers, contract deals, sell deals. At the end of the talk day, talk to sellers, so contract true. deals, sell deals. Yeah. Talk to sellers, contract deals, you know, sell deals. You know what? <laughs> I'm going to share a story of a CRM. So uh, I, I basically sold over $10 million in real estate without a CRM at all. Right. I didn't even have a database put together. And I went to some training at, at Keller Williams and we were going over CRMs and I basically admitted that I didn't even have one and everybody was appalled. They right. were like, what? How are you holding? How are you doing that? You know, how it's are you? It's called a pen and a piece of paper. <laughs> it's called following up yeah. with every single person That's that right. calls me. <laughs> yes, you just call. You don't even think about it. But they're like, how are you getting people to call you? And so what's awesome is our next series, we're going to be going over marketing. Yes. And I'm going to share with you oh, guys. Oh, that's going to be awesome. All of the secrets on how to build a, sell over $10 million in real estate without a CRM. That's awesome. Yes. <laughs> but it was it was kind of funny. And so, um, but yeah, there there's definitely something to be said about technology that can be distracting. Absolutely. Um, because we we did end up getting a CRM. And then um, we decided to go with a very technical CRM that um, is really amazing. It can do so many things. It's very intuitive and interactive. And it basically is like spying on your clients without them even knowing. I mean, it's just crazy right. forward thinking, you know, like it's it's pretty awesome. However, for the past, you know, for two years, all of our focus was on learning how to use this CRM. That's a lot of <laughs> education of, on CRMs. Instead of selling houses. Right, right. And finally, I realized what was going on, and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Let's get back to the basics yeah. here. We just need to make calls, follow up, yeah. and sell houses. That's it. Like, that's our job yeah, here. That's yeah. why we're here. Right. You know, we we do not need to be CRM experts. That's exactly <laughs> right. Yes. So that, this is not Geek Squad. As a company leader, I realized that I had created a distraction within my business. Okay. That you know, it was good. We did learn a lot about organizing our database and certain things that has streamlined our follow-up process, but at the end of the day, um, you know, I'm glad I realized within 2 years instead of 10. Yes. You know how important it is to keep focused on the main thing. Right. You know, like you say the main thing is the main thing. Yes, yes. I mean, what are we here for? We're here to help people buy and sell real estate. That's it. We're not here to be experts right. at technology. Like, We're yeah. not here to be experts no. at CRMs. No. We're not here to be experts at anything yeah. other than just helping people make a transaction. Well, and you know, I had a I had someone, a uh, really cool guy. He's he's in, he's a wholesaler, and he, uh, yeah, he, he texts me. He's like, hey man, let's go grab lunch and and all this, and uh, and he was asking me, hey, you know, how many calls are you making a day? And uh, I was like. You know, 200, 300 calls usually. Sometimes it's more. Sometimes it's a little less. He's like, oh, man. He's like, are you hand dialing them? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I hand dial them. Oh, man, that's rough. I mean, yeah, like, I, mean, you know, I think we have to remind you, like, how hard is that, really? You dial a number? Come on. It's not that big of a deal. Um, but if that's your job. And you're putting priority on productive behavior. Right, it's right. It's not that bad. It's not. It's Look, I've had 
some labor. Look, look, when you're when you're working in a warehouse in 98 degree heat and you're and you're in a forklift, that sucks. No disrespect <laughs> to anybody who's doing it. That's hard work. It, it's it's a job to be proud of, but but I've done jobs like that. That is hard work. Making 300 calls is very easy. Very easy. And uh, so anyways, he was like, well, you need an auto dialer. I was like, okay, cool. Send it my way. So he shot it over to me. And I was like, okay, this is, you know, it's cool. I'm looking it up. It's like, you know, hundred and something bucks a month. Yeah, whatever. That's fine. And then I keep track of all my calls. So for me, in one hour, okay, depending on how many people answer the phone, um, I can knock out 85 to 100 calls an hour. Wow. Okay. I keep track of it. Sometimes it's, it's, in, it's in the 60s if I talk to a lot of people. But that's a good thing. This auto dialer, if you get like the super supreme package, it's like 300 calls an hour, which is really cool. But but the, the regular package that you normally would get is 85 calls an hour. I'm like, dude, I can do it myself. Yeah. I don't need an auto dialer. You know, and, and it's all this fancy auto dialing and, 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 and systems and software. Dude, pick the phone up. And, and just the dial the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> just talk to people, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I just, I just think we just, you know. But it goes back to these technologies is beautiful and it's awesome because it's innovating, you know, all industries, which is good. It's disrupting industries, which is good. But at the same time, we have to make sure that we just keep the the main thing, the main thing. And I think, like you said, getting sucked into CRMs and all that is just, it's just a tool, mm-hmm. you know. And it doesn't need to be, the focus needs to be on production Correct. always. Always production. Yeah. So, what do you do to maintain focus? Like, if you let's say you realize that there's some distractions going on, okay. what do you do to? redirect yourself back to the main thing well i mean first is having awareness once you have awareness then you just you just go back and say okay what what do i need to do right now okay you know i'm distracted or you know i i'm not doing this activity because of a b and c then you just you just stop doing a b c and you just do the activity um, I think the first thing is just be, once you're aware you can handle the situation awareness is key you have to be aware and you have to um, you have to know that you know what is a distraction. A distraction is anything that takes my attention off the target. Period. So once you know that, if you if you have awareness that you're being distracted, just divert your your focus right back to where it needs to be. It doesn't have to be a long, complicated. You know, oh my God, I'm distracted. I need you know just focus, get it done, and just get it done. Well, I feel like. To when like I just came off of a very long honeymoon period of of vacationing with family members. Yes, and, very very long, <laughs> very long. And you know, during that time, I still you know I was getting a lot of work done um, in between events and stuff like that. But part of part of my discipline is um, always reviewing my plan. Planner. Yes. You know, you're very good at that. You're always doing I've time blocked it and I'm like, okay, I need to get all of these things done today, no matter what. Right. You know? And um, so I think forcing yourself to have a regular routine of reviewing your goals and reviewing your planner is, is key into redirecting your focus. Right. And then let's say you don't feel like it. 
you know, like it's just a bad day and you're like, I do not feel like working today. Um, what do you do then? You know, like, well, that's a, that's a difference. I mean, you know, I, I, you, you, well, you work. Yeah. You know, but what if it's like an extra bad day? Ooh, extra, those extra bad days. So extra. I mean, if, if you're, <laughs> if you're not dying, <laughs> You know, then you, you should work, <laughs> you know, if you're, you know, um, if I you're mean, also, you know, there's, ha- there is something to be said about, um, taking a break. Too. No, it's appropriate at the right time. Um, for sure. Because for personalities like you and I, yeah. both of us are very high D's on right. the disc profile t- uh, score yeah. assessment. Um, you know, we can, we can easily work. You know, twenty four seven. Like as soon as we wake up, we go to work. We yeah. work all day long. We work all night long. Yeah. And then we go to bed and we do it all over again every day. Yeah. And then we even feel guilty if we don't work on Sunday, True. or we decide to take a, an hour off. Right. Right. And so, you know, how do you move past that and allow yourself to have that break? That simmer. The simmer. The simmer. Hashtag simmer. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just got to simmer. Okay. You know, and, and I think, you know, the, the, okay, you need to realize, okay, this is simmer mode. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm in simmer mode, I need to just relax. Yeah. You know, but I think, I think, I think structure is key and structure as far as, you know, allowing your, here's the thing, taking too much simmer can only, can be a problem. If you if you don't know how long it's going to take to simmer down, <laughs> you know, so this can be a really big. I think some people are, are way too simmered. Yeah, like they They're always simmering. They down. are si- they are simmered down, and they've been simmered down for about eight years. <laughs> so you got to be careful with the simmer. So I think here's what I think. Say for instance, okay, it's a Saturday. And, um, you know, it's six o'clock. Okay. And, you know, I'm like, you know what? It's Saturday, six o'clock. And you know what? Things have been a little, a little, I've been working a lot. I've been a little edgy, you know? <laughs> How about from 7.30 to, you know, to the rest of the night, I'm going to, that's going to be simmer time, okay. you know? And then you just, you just, you just delegate that time. Okay. This, time. this is simmer time. Right. Yeah. And then you just do that. That way, you know, you still get your your time off. You still you do your stuff, and you well, know, it's still time blocked. It's basically it's, yeah. time blocked rest. It's intentional. I think intentionality is power. Mm-hmm. Look, if you want to simmer, beat this simmer, well, but intentionally simmer. You are so distracted that you can't even decide what to do next. You know, and so maybe taking a step back and doing some yoga or meditation or right, or, right. You know, checking out and watching a movie yes. where you don't have to think will help you get remotivated. You know, I think there's a lot of power with that for sure. Yeah. I um, do. I really do. Especially for entrepreneurs. I think a lot of entrepreneurs, there's always something to do. Correct. There's always somebody needing something. Yeah. And waiting on you for yeah. something. Yeah. Always. Every yeah. minute of the day. This is true. Somebody needs something. And so you just have to learn how to manage all of that and um, also respect your time and yourself, you know, to where you can 
be in that very productive state when you are working. Right. You know? No, I, I totally agree with that 100%. Yeah. So what do you do to manage distractions? I don't think you manage them. You know, there's nothing to manage. A distraction never needs to be managed. You just need to get rid of it. Well, I mean, you don't want to get rid of your family. Well, <laughs> okay. That's that a would li- be bad. That's a little too much. Okay. Okay. So. <laughs> what yeah. if you can't throw away your okay, kids? Okay. Okay. Yeah. You don't, you don't want to throw away your kids. Keep your kids around. Um, you know, I, once again, I, I don't think you manage it. I think you just you just handle it. So if you don't manage distractions. Let's say you have a kid, kids coloring crayons. You're trying to make calls. You don't really manage that. You well, just you I know. I mean, you could because when when your son came right in town, mm-hmm. you you had him doing vision boards. Yeah. with you. Yeah, and it's something that you wanted to complete. Yes. So you included him into your project and made it fun for y'all. And well, I'm sure I, I, it, I like to do that with him. So, you know, if, when he gets to the, uh, when he's able, he'll make cold calls, you know? <laughs> oh my goodness. No, seriously. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, you know, it, and, and, and maybe we'll go door knocking, you know? So <laughs> hand out, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff we can do together, okay. you know? And so, so I think you can manage it like that. Yeah. Bring the kid on. Right. You know, right. let them work. But be careful of like... Child know, labor, laws. labor laws. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not get involved in that. Yeah, drama, yeah, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. But I, I do feel like teaching your children about work ethic is oh, not beautiful. a bad thing. You know, I think they actually enjoy that stuff, especially if you pay them. Well, you know? and then you can give them a job. Exactly. That's age appropriate. Absolutely. And get them... Redirected and focused on something while you do yours. Absolutely, you know, hundred percent. It's time to go to work, and then th- here's their work, and here's your work. Yeah, and you just work together. Yeah, absolutely. And then you, you're, you know, you're teaching them at the same time, right? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, that would be a good way to manage it. Another one would be to hire a nanny. <laughs> yeah, you could do that. I mean, you know, say you have a bunch of family over. You know, and, and there's like uh, events or entertainment or what going on. I think you just manage it by delegating your time. Okay, f- this time I'm going to handle my, my work. And then you you can't manage Like if you're in a, a family environment, you can't go back and forth from work mode to family mode. You just got to go all in one way or another. Mm-hmm. So if it's family time, it just needs to be family time. Or like I would work, wake up early and work on all my stuff early. Mm-hmm. Or I would work on it late at night. Exactly, yeah. So that... Um, you know, I could enjoy the the day with them. Right. So, um, all right. Well, is there any tools or tech that you use to manage your focus and alleviate distractions? Um, you know, your your simple stuff, your calendar on your phone. You know, for scheduling. Uh, you know, daily planner. Um, you know, just writing your stuff down. I mean, it, it's nothing complicated. I don't think it's that that complicated. Mm-hmm. You know, I you know, obviously I keep track of all my activity. So, you know, that that keeps me accountable and it's always there with my whiteboard, so I always see it. Just simple things like that. I, I don't you know, I'm not a big tech, you know, techie. So um you know, I don't think you have to uh, create an application for it or anything, you know, just, uh, you know, just, just write stuff down and stay focused, you know? Yeah. I I think just whatever type of planner that you're using, making sure that you stay time blocked and um, focused, you know, will help you to 
keep the distractions on a minimum, you know? Yeah, I agree. So, well, do you have anything else to add? Stay focused, get rid of distractions, make it happen, and and, uh, keep the main thing the main thing, and keep it simple. Yeah. That's it. I agree. I agree. So, next time, we're going to be talking about actually taking action. Yep. And, um, you know, you have a long list of goals, and you're like, hmm, how do I start you know, where do I start? What do I need to do? So we'll be talking about breaking down a goal. Maybe maybe you and I can both come up with a goal that we've completed. Okay. And we can break down the steps that we took sure. to do it. Absolutely. Um, and how we actually took action. Okay. Um, because at the end of the day, you can dream, you can wish, but if you don't do anything, then nothing's going to happen. Correct. I mean, you got to do something, right? I mean, yeah. you can win the lottery, but you still got to buy a ticket. That's true. Which I may buy a ticket. I think I'm going to start buying lottery tickets. Oh, okay. Yeah. I want to win the lottery. It's one of my goals. You feeling lucky? Yeah. So I, one, of my, one of my goals is win the lottery. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, awesome. you know, yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are so grateful that you are joining us and listening in. And if you have any questions about taking action or Maybe you have a goal that you don't know where to begin. Um, Just post on our Facebook page, Real Estate Power Talk, or on Instagram. You can also private message us if you want it to be private, and we'll keep you anonymous, and we will answer them in the next episode. So I hope you guys have a great week. Take care.